Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello there, uh, Shane Craddock here. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And we're going to be talking a little bit about happiness today. Um, I suppose the official title is The Only Thing Standing Between You and Happiness. Now, I think over the last 10, 11 years, there's been a lot of research done on the subject of happiness. And what I find fascinating is, is that some of that research is kind of contradictory maybe not unusually for research. Um, so a lot of research came out first, people got excited, you know, people are very happy, they tend to be more productive, more creative, etc. But then there's also a counter argument to that where they would say that actually, you know, that's not universally true. Um, even if you're in bad form or not happy, um, your productivity can still be quite high. So that's for a different podcast uh, because it can be a little, get lost in the argument uh, around it and it's funny you know I'm, I'm going to talk about some research in a second which for example would just drive me to I, I believe in the room based on some of the training that I've seen coming in around bringing happiness into the workplace because I think again like firms very, very often misunderstand this but what I want to talk today about is something that I just think is very personal and it's a great comfort to me I found it to be incredibly simple um, yet in its simplicity uh, if you said this to me years ago, I just wouldn't have, wouldn't have thought it was true. It was too simple. And what I'm going to say to you is that the only thing standing between you and happiness is a thought. Now, before you think I've completely lost it, just hear me out, right? And <laughs> I'm not saying that you become Pollyanna or that you deny reality and say, oh, look, everything's fantastic. Let's just, you know, I'm not saying that. Or I'm not saying think positive. I don't really think positive thinking works, actually. Um, but what I am saying is that once you understand the link between your thinking and your feeling, it opens up a world of possibility. And from my experience, a different way of living and a different way of operating that radically imp improves your productivity, your creativity, but most importantly, your aliveness. Now, just for a bit of fun, when I was referring earlier on about the training that I've seen some companies do, there was one uh, <laughs> training program that I saw with a corporate um, that I was doing some work with, and they were saying, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're doing some happiness training. I was like, oh, well, what's that? And they showed me what a company was doing. And I'm not saying, you know, if, if you're listening and you're in this company, don't be taking it personally, but it just it's not for me. But essentially, uh, they were doing this dancing to make people happy and it's just not me. And so like for me, if I was in a room where that was brought in, I'd literally find an excuse, I'm feeling sick, I have to go to the toilet and I wouldn't come back, right? Uh, <laughs> I just don't think that that works. If you're somebody who likes dancing and you love dancing, which I'm not particularly into, then maybe it would, but uh, I just don't think that that has a long-term, sustainable, long-lasting effect. So it's not even think I know it doesn't. Now, um, 
there's some research that I came across, which was a kind of a psychological experiment where the researchers, they asked their, the, the subjects to watch a film that would usually make them happy. And in this case, it was around like uh, a figure skater, skater winning a medal. But before watching the film, half of the group was asked to read out a statement about the importance of happiness in life. And then the other half didn't. And what surprised the researchers was that uh, they found out that the people who had read the statement about the importance of happiness actually were less happy after watching the film. Less happy, not more happy, less happy. And I think what it was flagging and what they concluded was that when happiness becomes a duty, as in I need to feel happy, it usually makes people feel worse if they fail to accomplish it. It kind of destroys the chance of getting happiness, but then it actually makes it worse. And I think this is a problem at the moment in our current time where almost happiness is kind of seen as something that's essential, like an obligation. And uh, I came across a quote that's relevant here by um, French philosopher dude Pascal Bruckner. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, but anyway, the phrase was, unhappiness is not only unhappiness, it is worse yet, a failure to be happy. And, so, and I can totally relate to that because there was a time in my life where I would beat myself up for not feeling good, for not being happy. And that's a massive, massive point. Now, going back to I said, the essence of, of this particular podcast, which is that the only thing between you and happiness is the thought, right? I suppose I've said what I said to the start up to this point, just to make sure that it doesn't become an obligation or become a stick to beat yourself with, with your inner voice. But a key point linked to that to me is that most people, without realizing it, live in a world of circumstance. So what that means is, if my circumstances are good, then I feel good and I feel happy. And if my circumstances are not the way that my mind wants, the way that I want, well, then I'm not going to be happy. So it's a version of, I'm not going to be happy until I get X or until this is sorted out or until this person likes me or until I get a person or whatever it is. So if that's the way you are, which is, in my experience, most people, then you're living in a world of circumstance. But there are a couple of other options. So what I discovered through my own serious depression was that there was the other world was a world of thinking. And I realized, oh, hold on. If I can change the way I think, that changes the way I feel, that, that changes the way I interact with the world, I can change my circumstances. So now it became more interesting to me to work on my thinking. Having said that, right, uh, there was a trap within that, which I'll come to in a second. So there is a, there's another world that's available to you, which is actually even better. Um, but what I realized was when I was unhappy and depressed, it was because I was thinking something that was making me unhappy and depressed. Now, if you'd said that to me when I was depressed, I probably would have punched you. Even though I wasn't a punchy type of guy, but I probably would have kind of gone for you. I just didn't realize that link. And I always remember around that time, um, maybe a year after, maybe I came out of counseling. I had gone to Nigeria with work for about three or four weeks and I always remember being struck at the fact of how happy the people in Nigeria that I was meeting were. And I always remember being struck again that they had much less than I did or any of us did in Ireland, that the quality of life there versus Ireland at the time was radically different. And yet they were, they seemed to be happier. And that really confused me. But that confusion became clarity in time because I realized, oh, it's nothing to do with what you have. It's everything to do about how you think about what you have. 
And I suppose over that time, I started to realize the power of my thinking. I started to change it. I started to look at it. I realized my thinking was very negative, depressed, pessimistic, down on myself. And then I discovered new worlds, things that are more common now. They weren't then things like learned optimism, performance psychology. Um, and I got into that. But there was a catch. And I, this is for a subject for a different day. But it was exhausting for me. I just found it exhausting. I was monitoring, spending so much time monitoring my thinking, that that in itself became a job. And then not only that, if my thinking, if I started to think bad stuff, I would beat the living crap out of myself. It was going back to that, you know, the obligation of feeling happy. Uh, happiness, unhappiness is not only unhappiness, it is worse yet, a failure to be happy. So I was beating myself up based on a standard that I thought was relevant, it wasn't. And that's when I, had, over time, discovered a third world. And at the moment, my working title on this is the world of the now, because our presence or maybe life. If I just let my thoughts pass me by like clouds in the sky and bring, just keep my attention in the moment, enjoying the moment, savoring the moment, then I, my natural state is to feel happy. So no thinking actually brings a level of well-being and happiness, which is lovely. And actually, when I'm relaxed and my mind is relaxed and clear, no matter what's going on around me, I tend to think better, happier thoughts. The bottom line is you do feel what you think all the time. So from my point of view, which might surprise you, I'm very clear that 100% of my feeling is related to what I'm thinking. So instead of, if I'm feeling off now, instead of beating myself up because I'm feeling off or unhappy, I just go, oh, hold on, what am I thinking? And once I see that, it's easier for me to let, let it go and let it move past me like clouds in the sky knowing that my natural state is one that's more relaxed, upbeat, good. It's funny, think, talking about that depression time, I'm not sure if I told this story before, but I remember in the middle of the darkest days of my depression, meeting up with some friends to go to the cinema. And when you're feeling down and depressed, very often you like to be you just stay by yourself. You don't want to meet people. But I was convinced to go out and meet friends. And they brought me to see a comedy. I think it was, there's something about Mary. And I remember laughing my socks off through the movie. That's one very, I can even remember now where I was sitting when I was laughing so much. It was a great movie at the time, just so radical. And afterwards, there was four or five of us. And one of my friends who knew what I was going through said to me without thinking, they said, wow, it's great to see you happy. And I remember looking at them confused because I remember thinking, hang on, I'm depressed. How am I happy? And I'd say within about 20 seconds, I was feeling depressed again. And looking back, I didn't know then, but looking back, it was because um, my thinking had left me. I'd moved into the world of the now. I was just enjoying the moment. And then I realized, oh, I'm depressed. So then the thinking came back in, and I just let it stay. And I read somewhere recently a very profound statement, which I think summarizes me in that moment. It summarizes most of us, most people at times, uh, yet we don't realize the power of it. And it's this sentence, which is the human condition lost in thought. And when you're lost in thought and you don't realize the importance of that or even the impact it's having on you, um, yeah, it can be very tricky to be happy. So here's the question. How happy are you? I mean, it's not an obligation, but I think it's important to know. You know, if I'm... My happiness is an indicator of what I'm thinking, or maybe I'm stuck in thought, maybe I'm playing something in my mind that's just not helping me. 
But it's also important, as I said at the very start, not to make a big deal out of it. But I find it very, very helpful to me to realize, oh, hold on. Okay, I just need to stop thinking that, come out of that, distract myself, go for a walk, do some exercise, do something to just move back into the moment, knowing that my happiness will gradually come back up once I'm, I don't make a big deal out of it. Little reminder again. So the only thing standing between you and happiness is the thought. And for me anyway, I think that that's pretty useful to know. That's it. Ciao for now.